Good Friday morning to you. This is Chris, and you're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Announcements. Uh, We, Encouraging Your Spirit, is traveling next weekend. We will be going to Columbus to celebrate the Ignite Columbus Pride uh, Fellowship and Praise and Worship Service. That will be Sunday uh, from 2.30 to 4.30 on the 16th. We invite everybody that can hear this podcast to join us in Columbus. If you want details of where this Pride Fellowship and church service will be, uh, please go to Ignite Champagne Urbana's Facebook page. This podcast will be available there shortly, as well as there's a flyer that uh, provides all of the pertinent details about the Pride Fellowship with Ignite Columbus. Our very own Apostle Triplet will be preaching, and we hope to see everybody. So if you come to Pride, hope to see you. Come to church, hope to see you. Okay. Today, we're talking about intimacy. Because I've been thinking about intimacy in the body of Christ, intimacy in our relationship with God. And let's talk about that. Intimacy is what we call the experience of really knowing and being known. Intimacy is relational. Our experience of God's nearness or distance is not a description of his actual proximity to us, but it's our experience of intimacy with him. For example, in Psalm 73, 28, it says, for me, it is good to be near God. Or if we look at James's exhortation in James 4, 8, it realizes, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. But we can seek that nearness in ways that don't uh, produce what we're trying to get it to produce. And I believe a common mistake is thinking that nearness to God can be achieved through knowledge accumulation. We have a lot of theological knowledge. There are Bible translations, there's books and recorded sermons and insightful articles and documentaries, music, and so many others. And all of these are good things. I'm not saying they're bad. Yet even encyclopedic knowledge of the scripture isn't the same thing as intimacy with God. And here's why. One, remember, Jesus told the religious leaders, uh, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. What does that mean? Biblical and scriptural knowledge is never intended to replace an intimate relationship with God. The wonderful of many million wonderful things about God is that we can have a relationship with God. He is accessible. God loves us with an intimacy that surpasses all our dreams. He wants to have a close personal relationship with each of us where we draw near, draw close to him. We can spend time with him. That's how we obtain this intimate relationship. I mean, consider the lives of David, Moses, and Jesus. Each of them had intimate relationships with God. For example, when you look at Psalms 1611, it says, You make known to me 
the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. In order for David to know with absolute certainty that God had a plan for his life and that he would be filled with joy in his presence, David would have had to have had an intimate relationship with God. And we know some of the scriptures and the information that's out there says that David was a man after God's own heart. And we know this not just by the verse that I just read, but if you ever have time to read and review David's life, and I encourage you to do this when you have time. Because we know that David experienced times of opposition, prayers that seemed to be unanswered, or even times when his life fell apart. Or we can look at Moses. Moses known for leading the Israelites out of Egypt as well as trying to lead them to the promised land. And when we look at Moses, we know that he and God had an intimate relationship. They talked face-to-face, a two-way conversation. They had their own whispering spot. It was said to be in tent meetings. So that's that's another example of how we can have an intimate relationship with God, just like Moses did, just like David did, or Jesus. Jesus had an intimate relationship with God. We don't have time to go over it today, but if you ever have time to look at uh, Luke 2, 41 through 52, read that. But the part that I'm highlighting out of these scriptures is that Jesus' parents found him in the temple courts because he had been missing. They, they discovered on their uh, travel back that Jesus wasn't with them as they thought. And when the, his parents come into the temple, he says to them, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house dealing with the things of my father's? Jesus's relationship with his father, as we're using that, is that he prayed to the father as Abba. And Abba is a Aramic word that's used by children on an intimate term with their father. Or on the other hand, he also enables us to address God as Abba. What's my point? My point in all of this is that God is accessible to us. God wants intimacy with each of us. Christ has done all of the hard work on the cross to make it possible. All he requires is that we believe in him. He wants us to trust him with our whole heart and we can have this intimate relationship with God where we talk to him. We don't have to just wait until Sundays, until special occasions, only on joyous times in uncertainty or crisis. We can have it all the time. We can draw near to God by spending time with him, by talking with him. You don't have to have a special language or phrase He is always happy to hear from you and desires a relationship with you. Just like I'm talking to you, you can talk to God. And intimacy is a relationship. And remember, we have a relationship with God because he died on the cross for each and every one of us. And what that means for our life is that intimacy is vulnerability, openness, and honesty. In the scripture, David spoke to God about all the challenges that he faced. He didn't pretend that all was well. He spoke from the depth of his heart. Many of us can identify with that because there are times in our life where all is not well. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to sugarcoat. We can tell God all about it. He hears us. He understands us. He knows the record of us, you know. 
And being in his presence means an intimate relationship, the strength and confidence of knowing that God is always with us. He is with us. He is for us. And also intimacy with God often occurs in the places where we must trust him most. Think about that. What's an area in your life where you really need to trust God more? Three truths for today. If you remember nothing of what I've said today, remember these three things. One, God is accessible to you. Point to yourself, you. God desires an intimate relationship with you. And three, you can have an intimate relationship with God where you talk to him about everything. You, you can have that. There's nobody that can keep you from having that. And anybody that tells you that you can't have that, they're not telling you the truth. The truth is you can have an intimate relationship with God. He desires a relationship with you. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever had that experience of being wanted and being known. Just, you know, you can have that. We have that with God. We can talk with God. We can get in his presence and his presence provides the fullness of joy. We can get in his presence and spend time with him. We can communicate with him. We can be still and listen because he has a plan and a purpose for our life. And his plan is good. It's not for evil. And one of the ways that we get to understanding what that is and what that means for our life is through our developing of our intimate relationship with God. And I bring that up because oftentimes I think, you know, in the body of Christ, you know, I don't know about your experience, but growing up for me uh, in the in the church experience, the only thing you knew was that you were supposed to believe in God so you wouldn't go to hell. But nobody told you about the relationship part. And I'm not criticizing them for, you know, the knowledge, you know, that they gave at that time. But I think, you know, what does that say about your everyday life? Because if you believe that, I'm I'm not dead yet. So um, what are we going to do by the time that we're on, on earth and I'm believing you? What does that speak about life? There's so many things that I think, you know, and I'm not trying to be crash or not trying to be sarcastic or speak from a place of malice. I'm just saying, speaking from the place of trying to understand the importance of you know, having a relationship with God. Oftentimes my point is in churches experiences in the past that I had, we didn't talk a lot about relationships. And I think it's important that we know that so many people don't know that, that it's a relationship. You know, it's not just the scriptures and people in the Bible times that had it, but me and you that can have it each and every day. And we can develop that. We can have that by spending time with God. I mean, think about it. We have, you know, routines in our life where we get up. Some of us pray. Some of us read scripture. Some of us, you know, are trying to take care of our kids, take care of our family, have our own routine. And I'm not saying anything, any of those things in and of themselves are wrong. I'm just saying set aside some time and spend with God just to talk with him. That's all I'm saying. Developing. An intimate relationship with God. That's the theme. I hope that all of this has been informative and it's given you insight and, you know, shared some information with you. You can always uh, reach out to the podcast by emailing encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what are some areas in your life that you need to trust God. Do you need us to pray with you on anything? Please let us know. We're always here for you. I hope y'all have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening. Peace. I will see y'all next time.